Hello, 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 everyone, and welcome to the Mind is the Matter podcast, where we will be expanding our minds to its fullest potential, bringing it to its peace, and healing and loving ourselves along our journey. I am your host, Alyssa, so let's get started. What's up, y'all? Welcome back to the Mind is the Matter podcast. I'm your host. Today, I got two of my special friends here today. We're going to talk about what a healthy relationship looks like. (laughs) But of course, we're going to start off with this daily quote. Life is too short to wake up in the morning with regret. So so love the people who treat you right and forget about the ones who don't. So let me introduce my lovely friends today. This is Tati. Hello. My boy, Richie. What's up? (laughs) So... I've known Tati since Jesus, like, 2019. Mm-hmm. We've all been through our shit, but, like, now here in Miami, well, not Miami, but we were in Miami, um, just in Fort Lauderdale. She doing good. They about to get married and why not? <laughs> <laughs> That's in November. And, you know, they doing it in the Bahamas because they bougie. <laughs> <laughs> but, no, today we're just going to discuss, like, on both ends from a man's point of view and also a woman's point of view from coming out of toxic relationships and overall not taking what you've been through into your next relationship and how doing that can actually blossom a healthy relationship and a healthy foundation. So that way both of you are having like honesty and a level of trust that your past isn't like contradicting with your guys's like relationship so i'm gonna go ahead and pass it off to y'all ask a few questions so okay. y'all can answer so okay so right so from a man's point of view the things that you went through with your last your last uh relationship uh-huh. overall like how would you take that like how that molded you as a man and how did you walk away from that situation without you know holding my girl accountable for things that she never put you through <laughs> i mean my last relationship really taught me, like, you know, when the red flags are there, you don't really avoid it. Because things like even, like, you know, just someone cussing at you during an argument, like, for some people that may not seem as a big deal, but it's like the more that happens, it turns to something worse. And so in that relationship, you know, I said from the get-go, if you cuss at me, I won't talk. And then... Um, that kept on happening a couple of times to where a point where when I didn't talk, it ended up leading to something worse. And then from the verbal abuse, it turned to physical. And so, uh, at that point, that's how I knew like I wasn't in the right relationship, but that's why I say, uh, when, uh, when I gone, when I got in a relationship now, uh, with that view was just, you know, I wasn't going to take that experience and ruin it with someone like like her mainly because you know it's different people like you come across a different person in each relationship uh you go in like some people may tolerate the things that your previous partner did or didn't so you always have to give them the benefit of the doubt that you know they're from a clean slate and like on and pretty much almost every relationship i'm in is like i'm trusting to the point where i trust you until you show me otherwise and yeah. so that's how my relationship with Tati has been from the from the jump. Like I was open about everything, and you know my main thing was you know the fact that I'm so I'm so open. I'm expecting the same thing, and I'm not gonna assume that just because the last relationship I went through was like that, 
doesn't mean that she's gonna be like that yeah because like like we discussed that brunch today like how most of the time like when you first meet someone immediately like the conversation oh so like your what's your past look like like how how was your last relationship like why did that end i don't know like i always say that like i feel like why should the topic of discuss like i'm a stranger to you why do you want to know something so personal that either that relationship traumatized me like why is this person trying to dig something out of you or even if like they're talking about it like it's one thing if you're discussing it once to let your partner that's in front of you now understand where you came from so that way they can know your triggers like they can understand okay why is he responding like this oh maybe because he never actually had a woman in front of him that was accepting that does listen to him out that's not going to be arguing with him and being petty and just going above and beyond to keep pushing his buttons until he snaps and then her victimizing herself like why are you snapping at me? Yeah, that's like yeah. typical, like toxic ass behavior. <laughs> like, like, how you gonna poke a bear and then when that shit comes after you, you gonna be like, why are you coming after me? Like, right. bro, be fucking for real. So like, you know, just the simple fact that like, even like, even like abuse, like from a woman, like as a man, I mean, listen, it doesn't matter what damn gender you are. You should not be putting your hands on nobody. Mm-hmm. Like you have no sit, you have no say. Or do like, oh, I'm a female. I could put my hands on him. No, the fuck you can't. I don't know why these crazy bitches out here are thinking that you can lay hands on a man. And just because he's a man, I mean, you can equally go to jail for putting your hands on a man too. But obviously, if a man puts his hands on you, that's a different, like society, that's a different situation. But men are just as equally at like, at the same rate of abuse as a woman can be abused. Like the way, like the way a man can lay his hands on you a female can lay her hands on you mm-hmm. so it's like and all the most of the time men that have been abused don't talk about it mm-hmm. like they are not like they don't really have that outlet to be like oh you know like she put her hands on me like that's vulnerable as fuck like mm-hmm. how like because then imagine you're talking to your friends and they're like you let a woman put your, her hands on you like what are you a bitch <laughs> like what are you supposed to do like what the hell are you supposed to do in that situation like be like oh i put my hands back on her no because then what does that say about me so but i just find it funny that like a lot of people now like whenever they're introduced to like a new relationship they're like oh my ex did like x y and z like you said it's one thing if you bring it up once let that one time be the last time but if this person is like bringing it up multiple times you're seeing a pattern okay you're obviously not over this situation so you're either using me to get over another person and i'm not about to get involved and get like conjured up into some shit and then your ex or whatever comes back into your life and you're like oh i decided you know this ain't really for me and then they end up leaving you hanging and high and dry when i'm like didn't you come here like you you sought me out first and now all of a sudden you're getting cold feet because somebody from your past came back up into the picture and now you have that distraction and I'm not and you don't need my supply anymore like what the fuck <laughs> so that's what I'm saying though is like when you come into a relationship something that's new you can't sit there and drag out what happened to you before like everybody gets affected in some way some shape or form but it's about like okay are you going to like use this as an excuse like well my girl my ex girl she put her hands on me she was abusive towards me so now like I mean, it, like I said, it's one thing to be very protective of yourself, but if you're using that as like, oh, she put her hands on me, so now 
I don't trust, like every other female is going to be like that. So I need to hold every single female after her accountable of what she did. And I need to be closed off and I need to not be so vulnerable and sensitive because I feel like men are more emotional than like, I mean, women we are, but we expose it more than a man does. Like, I think men have such a good way of holding their emotions in and not showing that sensitive side of themselves Mm -hmm. until he's actually in front of a woman that's receptive of it. Like he feels safe enough where he can actually portray that to her. And like something that like when we were just, when we were talking at brunch, I was like, the fact that you guys are on an honest level, like when I tell y'all, they're over here talking about past exes. I was like the photographer <laughs> she messed around with. He's like, like that's the most secure type situation I've ever seen in my fucking life. Because any other insecure man that's hearing a woman or even vice versa talk about like past partners, they would feel some type of way. But it's like, no, I'm secure. I trust my partner. Like, they have a past. So, and there's not, like, I wasn't involved in their past during that time. As long as there's no one involved during this, <laughs> I'm good. I'm going to sit here and, like, feel some type of way because it is what it is. It's in the past now. I'm not going to sit here and resurrect something that's gone. But, so for Tati. Mm-hmm. So, you've been in situations yourself, like, with, you know, like, what would you say your most toxic relationship that like just really made you feel like I'm done like I'm done with relationships I don't want to deal with this anymore or just how much like that dwindled you as a female like as a woman Mm -hmm. to the point where you're like you know what am I even like capable of finding a man that's going to treat me the way I deserve to be treated Mm -hmm. you know like so what situation would you say like that you've been in like the worst one I know we I know me you got a couple (laughs) but I'm talking about like the holy grail of shit (laughs) um honestly um this is a this is a very tough decision because like you said I've been very very a lot of different difficult relationships but I would say this one took me out the most because obviously like being a Latina woman and being bisexual it's a it's a very hard thing like a lot of people in my family don't really know that I like women obviously because now I'm with a man um so for me, that relationship, I was very vulnerable and I was in a very bad state of mind because I had just gotten out of another relationship. So when I had met her, I originally wanted her from the beginning. Like I saw her and I was like, wow, she was beautiful. Like I needed this woman. Eventually I got her. And from the beginning, it wasn't too bad. But then I started to see her insecurities and she started to put mm-hmm. that on me. And there was one time where I was like super intoxicated, drunk, gone. She ended up using my face to open my phone without my knowledge until after the fact. And she actually told one of my friends. She didn't even tell me. To this day, she still hasn't told me. And I was just like, well, why would you do that? If you had a question, just ask me because I would tell you. Mm -hmm. And, you know, so and I was just like, okay. I gave her the benefit of the doubt. We try to work it out. The The second and last thing I said, yep, nope, I can't do this, was when I was literally about to fight her. Like, I was literally about to put my hands on her, and that's when I went to your house <laughs> to yeah. talk to you about what the hell happened, because I was literally about to <laughs> be your ass. Fight. So I was like, okay, yep, it, this, is, this isn't the relationship for me. So, oh, like, it'd be like, and it's, like, funny because, like, I think we've all dealt with, like, very narcissistic behavior from individuals. And, like, this is coming from some, like, that's why we say everybody has gone through something in their life 
but it's really ultimately your choice if you want to be this bitter ass person out of that situation like you can call someone narcissistic all the hell you want like oh they did this they did that to me but it's like okay but how are you right now though like are you allowing this person to have that much power to completely obliterate your like your character like your character and how you treat others after them or are you going to be like no like the cycle ends with me because if I continuously act in a certain way nothing is going to change I'm going to continuously attract the same person and something I noticed about myself is like I keep attracting the same person because I didn't learn the lesson. Like I kept meeting the same, the same person, but with different faces because one, I was like thinking to myself, Oh, you know, giving people the benefit of the doubt saying they had a really rough childhood. I had a really fucking rough childhood too. You don't see me playing with people like, <laughs> like, you know, people be yeah. using that excuse like, Oh, I had it so rough as a kid. So that gives you, that gives you the green flag to be a piece of shit to another person. Right. Like, okay. So how when you guys both met though like how would you say like because i know you guys knew each other because you both went to the same school Mm -mm. and you no no right no no no. you went to ut and you went to st leo Mm -hmm. so you guys met at a party yes (laughs) so (laughs) listen your soulmates out there you know matter where it's at (laughs) so when you guys first met what was your like i mean obviously there's always that eye of attraction like what you see on the exterior but for you, like, how did you know off the bat, like, okay, there, there's something about this person that, you know, because, like, I don't think anybody really knows from the moment they see them. I feel like that's bullshit because listen, <laughs> that's bullshit. Come on now, be for real. But, like, how did you know, like, you wanted to pursue something? Like, even if you didn't necessarily know all of them, who they were, where they came from, it's, like, what intrigued you about this person to continue? And, like, how do you guys now, like, reflect off of each other as like as a couple and also like because you guys are in a partnership you guys are married like we ain't talk about girlfriends and boyfriends y'all they fucking married (laughs) (laughs) um so how you guys first met compared to like how you guys talk now like what would you like not not even necessarily how you guys talk now but how would you necessarily compare that to what relationship you dealt with in the past versus like how you speak to each other now and like how you see the difference of like what a healthy conversation looks like or even an argument looks like versus what like what's happened before so like from your first time meeting each other like first conversation off the bat mm-hmm. like how did that go <laughs> oh you want me to go for it yeah y'all can <laughs> <laughs> yeah so for me it was uh so i had saw her and i was gonna go and choose myself and then the minute i was going to my cousin, who also is my frat brother as well, happened to just, you know, got, like, killed two birds with one stone and just got us both introduced to one another. Mm-hmm. And then for me, it's like, you know, she was mainly talking about, like, asking me what am I doing, like, in school and stuff like that. And across everyone that I've met, once I say what I'm doing in school, no one never really asked me a follow-up question, like, oh, what do you want to do with that or was she a five-year plan, anything like that. And she so. gave it, she, off the bat, show, like, I'm a woman who has a mission. I'm <laughs> on a mission. I'm doing something with my life. I want to see, off rip, what are you doing? Yep. What's your 10-year yep. plan? Yeah, that, that's, that's how exactly I felt. Shit. When she asked me, I was like, well, okay, well, <laughs> I'm in my master's program. I'm doing cybersecurity, all that. And so um, the fact that she actually asked me more follow-up questions about my degree and, like, what I plan on doing, mm-hmm. it's, kind of, it's like, you know, 
she's not someone where she's like, oh yeah, like physical attraction, he he ha ha, okay, cool. Like, like no, bullshit like, conversation. Yeah, right? like she wants to know like what exactly am I about? Like, you know, what makes me me, mm-hmm. essentially. Mm-hmm. So that really what uh, stuck with me and then as well, like it was just, she was just so loving and caring. Like pretty much she would do the things that I would do in my past relationships that I, she like, was, like she was reflecting you, like she, you saw parts of yourself in her and she was actually like, her actions were putting it out there. Exactly. Cause it was like, she would do anything just to like, you know, just make my day, make me happy. Mm-hmm. And that's exactly how I am. So the fact that, you know, she was doing things that she didn't really have to. I was like, you know, I respect that because it's not me. Like you say, oh, like, you should do this, you should do that. Like, no, like, you doing it because you It's feel coming it. from you. Exactly. And that's so. how it's supposed to be, y'all. Like, it, like, when, and I get it, like, men are meant to pursue women. But, like, when you are treating a woman right, like, when you're doing the right things by her, when you are, you know, listening to her, communicating her, making her feel worthy, and, like, always reminding her of her value, like, that woman's going to give you 10 times back. There's a reason why God gave us the right to bear children because we multiply. You yeah. give us food, we'll give you a meal. You give <laughs> us, you know, you make love to us, we will give you a family. Yeah. Like, give us a house, we'll give you a home. Like, things like that. Women, we naturally multiply. So that's why, you know, men have to pursue a woman first. That's why, like, it's your job to, like, provide for her, want to protect her because, all in all, she's providing, she's protecting you, but the way she's providing that to you is that emotional outlet for you. Like, she's mm-hmm. making you feel emotionally safe, whereas physically, you know, she feels safe in you. Like, where whenever you're next to her or in the house, she knows shit's hitting the fan, my man can fight. <laughs> like, and then same thing vice versa. Like, you can come up to her and be like, invent to her, talk to her about, like, what's been going on mentally. Mm-hmm. Because, like, I I mean, I always say this, like, a lot of men truly do lean on women to provide for them emotionally, to actually take care of their mental health. Because, you know, men have a lot of things on your guys' shoulders and on your plates as it is. So it's like, naturally, us women are nurturing. So if your wife, if if your partner is not providing that to you, then you're obviously not in a right, you're not in a nurturing like relationship because mm-hmm. if you're not feeling nourished, if you're not feeling safe, if you're not feeling like my partner makes me feel like there's no judgment here, I can talk to them about anything. That's like how you know you're with the right person. So like right off the bat, the fact that y'all are talking about future shit, <laughs> like you're talking about your education, your career, what you're, what you're planning to do with your life. Like that's, that's coming from you. Like mm-hmm. as a person, like, Because nobody that's, you know, being in a relationship with someone, that's your addition. That person shouldn't be subtracting away from you. Because if they're subtracting from you, they're taking from you. And what can you do if someone takes everything of you? Now you're left with nothing. That's like giving your last dollar to somebody when you can invest a dollar and make more fucking dollars out of that. (laughs) Like... (laughs) Like, are you going to sit there and throw a light, like a safety raft and you're, and you can't swim? Like, who needs it more? So, like. So how would you, like, when, how did you take off that? Like, when you guys were just having that conversation about your education, like, how you knew this was not going to, you're not walking into the same situation that you've walked in the past with men and women? Well, for me, it was, like he said, it was just actually me, like, getting to know him, him getting to know me. And we we're, were, like, in the middle of a party. Like, we didn't care who was It don't there. matter. It don't matter where you at. It's just <laughs> like, oh, okay. Like, it just... That that initial attraction, like him keeping that conversation, it was just that's what made me be like, okay, you know what? 
let me try to give him the benefit of the doubt. You know, like, he may not be like all these other guys. Don't waste my time. And, you know, the thing about it was that even though it was fresh, it mm-hmm. was, like, I felt like I knew him for, like, ever. Mm-hmm. So, like, I was able to, like, just be honest with him. And I was like, dude, I'm not going to lie to you. I just got a relationship. Mm-hmm. So I'm not really taking you all that serious. And mm-hmm. I want to see, you know, what else is out there. But then the connection that we had, and I was really only intimate with him mm-hmm. only, even though I was talking to other guys, I was only intimate with him. Yeah. Um, so it kind of created our bond stronger, and the other guys were just like, you know what, I'm just going to put y'all on the back burner, because y'all pretty much wasting my time. Yeah. So, so you're not going to, like, put, you're not going to make the effort into things that are not putting effort back into you. So exactly. you're not going to sit here and focus on all, all your energy on, like, that situation. But, like, ultimately, like, as time kind of grew after that party, like, where you guys met. How did, like, things, like, did you guys, like, keep in contact on, like, a daily? Or was it just kind of, like, here and there you would talk to each other? It wasn't something that was consistent. Oh, no. We, we talked all the time, oh, okay. actually. No, that's Like, good. we talked we talk all the good, time. Though. And, there was, you know. There was, there was points where, because we, when we met, we had actually lived, uh, like, 20, 30 minutes apart from each other. Oh, shit. And so. A lot of the times it would be me coming over to her place mm-hmm. and whatnot, and it was never a problem for me because it's like you know I didn't mind the drive. It was like you know because you were going to you were like to me I don't care I will drive hours for a person if they really make me feel as if like I'm important to them and they're like I'm valued mm-hmm. where like and I'm not just tolerated so. Mm-hmm. But I mean, then again, we've done stupid shit for people for the wrong person, and they've taken advantage. They're like, oh, they'll drive hours. They don't care. No, when you're actually doing like, it's funny because you'll know when you're doing things out of like, like for the right person because mm-hmm. you're doing it naturally, and it's not in a way that you're trying to. Because I don't know about you guys, but like, there's been times where I've genuinely tried to prove that I was a good person to a shitty person, mm-hmm. and the reason why I did all those good things was trying to prove something. It wasn't. It wasn't coming from me because. I wanted to do it. It's just where, like, the fire that was igniting that was me trying to prove, like, so mm-hmm. that way they can see my worth, that I was valuable of keeping. But someone who actually values you, you don't have to do anything. All you have to do is just walk into a room, be yourself. Mm-hmm. You don't have to prove yourself to the person that wants to sit down and wants to eat with you. Like, you don't have to be like, oh, I got this bomb-ass turkey. I got the baked mac and cheese. I have all these things that you can eat. You're not advertising it. You're not like look at like these like these car like these car uh, advertisements. Like, how, when was the last time you seen a Lamborghini advertisement right. or a Bentley? You mm-hmm. don't see advertisements because they know their worth. You mm-hmm. sit where your worth is at, and you're like, you know what? The right person is gonna see what it is. I don't even have to speak a fucking word. They're gonna observe and they're gonna see. You know what? I want to sit down and I want to eat. Mm-hmm. And that person, like day by day, as time progresses you're going to start visualizing, okay, this person has this quality, this person has this to offer me. Like, because obviously you're not just going to go into a relationship blindsided and be like, I have no idea what this person has to offer. Like, can you provide for me? Are you smart? Do you, do you have manners? Are you going to sit there and curse out a waiter? Can you cook? Can you cook? <laughs> are you family oriented? What's your beliefs? Mm-hmm. What are What are your goals? What are your admirations in life? Because listen, 
not everything has to be toxic. Like you can be with somebody and it just not work out. Like they just don't align with you. Mm -hmm. But at the same time, it's like when you have someone that does align with you, you can grow off of each other. Like, and that's why I feel like when you, like when you're finally in a healthy situation, cause like y'all can explain like how it feels. Like how does it feel <laughs> to just being like, wow, I finally got my fucking person already. <laughs> I drawn the bullshit. <laughs> I finally got my damn person. Like every day just waking up next to somebody that you know puts you first like mm -hmm. just knowing like just explain like just y'all can go off <laughs> how y'all feel about each other now like uh, just how it feels every day like knowing i married someone that i know will have my back if i'm not in the room they'll defend me if i'm not in the room i know there can be five million beautiful men beautiful women and that person will always if even if i'm not there that person will always respect me and never like he'll walk out the room or she'll walk out the room like that like like that level of trust for somebody mm -hmm. like you know you ain't about the bullshit <laughs> like how does that feel like so, to be in a healthy relationship for one like not for once but like to have a part have a lifetime partner right yeah no so for me personally it feels amazing like um the fact that I could just it's it's ease like even when he goes on like his little business trips or whatever it just the confirmation of knowing the type of person that he is how much he loves me and he knows that I'm crazy too <laughs> she Dominic she's Dominican y'all she's Dominican and she's from New York she'll fuck his ass up <laughs> having our future children you know like it's something that I'm, I'm i'm very thankful for and i wouldn't trade it in the world honestly like we always talk about it every night like <laughs> i no, <laughs> there's somebody even, else out there for even me. today like you're just telling me like we just it's like it's never ending like mm -hmm. you're continuously still learning about this person mm -hmm. even mm -hmm. after time it's like so much time has passed it's like you guys are still picking each other's brains mm -hmm. it's not like yeah, I know this person. Okay, we're married now. That's it. Right. <laughs> like, like it's in, like it's on a constant routine. Like you guys mix it up. Like you, it's there's always something new, and like that's why I always say when it comes to something that's like growing with you, that's never ending. That's like it's like you're dating still, mm -hmm. but you're not dating. You're married. You're doing life. <laughs> so, <laughs> but you know, like it's just something that you, it's a constant learning cycle with the same person because you're pouring it to him and he's pouring it to you but you're, it's overflowing though it's not like you're hat you have a half cup and he's over like he's overflowing but even on days when you're not feeling like you're at 30 percent and he's at 80 mm -hmm. like he'll show up for you but then but then again same thing vice versa it's like nothing between the love that you have for that person is transactional like that's how you know like this isn't narcissistic at all like this relationship is not 
you know, I don't have to give something in order to receive something. Right. Like, I don't have to prove anything to this person because like, they accept me for who I am, you know? Mm-hmm. So what is your take on this, Richard? <laughs> Yeah, no. Nah, like how you feel? <laughs> yeah, no, nah, because even goes back to even like because first of all, like we don't when it comes to arguments, like we really, we really don't argue, and that's just mainly because I don't really care about being right or wrong. All I care is about like you just understand my thought process, mm-hmm. and that's it. Because for me, it's like once you understand someone's thought process, like you know how to go about certain things. Like you know, you can you can give criticism, but you know now like how to deliver it because some people you know the message is is there but their delivery is is you know not not there and that's something that you know we've learned uh uh that well one person isn't in the mood or one person's mind like you know we don't try and like nag it out them mm-hmm. or anything like that like, we, you just know, we, just, we just we just take some space and then, like we talk about it and then it's like we don't really get loud or try and get one above another because mm-hmm. at the end of the day it's like we're a team exactly like, key fucking word it's there never, team. it's never it's never me about being better than you you being better than me it's just like you know how are we gonna be better like, yes, together exactly. how it's are like, we gonna grow how is our finances gonna grow like yeah. how is our living arrangement our travel like situations like how yeah. can we stem off of each other where we're not we're not being each other's hold back like you guys push each other to the fullest extent Mm -hmm. that you could like and it's not even in a way that's like okay am I not good enough is that why you're pushing me so hard it's like it has nothing to do with not being good enough it's just the simple fact that you want better for Mm -hmm. each other like you don't want to just sit there and settle for the same bullshit over and over again that you what you've had dealt with before but at the same time the person that's receiving that that encouragement that support it's going to make them want to do better for themselves. And they're not going to look at it like, okay, am I not enough? Like, what am I doing? Like, because mm-hmm. it's not, it's not something that she's not just taking from you or he's not just taking from you. Y'all both adding to the pot. Y'all just adding more ingredients into that shit. Like, because <laughs> even the way, like how our, how our connection is been, because I always tell all the time, like, it still feels as if like we just met mm-hmm. like, like yesterday. Like, and it's like that's the best feeling. Though. Time has time has gone by so fast, but it really feels as if like I've known her my entire life based on the fact of how vulnerable I am mm-hmm, with her. Because mm-hmm. like I'll tell her things and not feel like oh like it's gonna come back to bite me. Like she's not gonna use it against you. Exactly, she's not gonna use it against me, or I'm gonna end up regretting and be like oh well I should have told her this. Yeah, right. no, like what I tell her is just 100% me, and it's just for me. It's just like you know. If there's an issue that we'll talk through it or whatnot, mm-hmm. but yeah, no, because I don't, because I don't, I don't believe in hiding things. Because if you're hiding things for someone, you're not really giving them. You're not giving all them of you. Hundred percent. Yeah, you're just giving ninety, eighty, seventy percent of you, when that's not right. Because mm-hmm. at the end of the day, if the shoes on the other foot, you would want someone constantly focusing on you and not just giving you half-ass things. No, of course, because, like, to me, like, I don't think anybody should ever settle for something that they know they don't deserve. Like, if you feel yourself having a question, okay, I think I deserve better, then you know it's time to get up. Like, it's time to be, to remove yourself because you know you're not being fulfilled in this. And, like, what's, like, the biggest thing that you would say, like, because I'm sure you've, like, you've both been through toxic relationship or toxic <clears throat> situations, relationships, whatever the hell. 
before that it had it didn't just happen once but like what like as individuals do you feel like you still had it in you to just be like you know what I'm gonna take the risk I'm gonna put myself out there still um this is not gonna stop me (laughs) from you know finding my person or like letting my person find me really like when my person comes up to me like I'm gonna take the risk like what made you like have that mentality where it's okay like it's okay to receive instead of just being your own blockage and like blocking your own blessings like what made you like what would you say your guys's like mentality on not allowing yourself to withhold your own blessings and you know take put yourself out there again after all of the turmoil and all the mm-hmm. shit that you've been through <laughs> like still have that mentality still have it in your heart i mean like i said it takes certain special hearts out there to still love even after they've been hurt but like really fighting out of that and just be like you know what I'm not gonna let this affect me like what would you say this is like that that's helped you like advice that you've done or just healing that you've done so that way you could be in full acceptance of taking that like taking that risk taking that step forward and like accepting like good things I was like I could go okay. yeah because from what I learned <laughs> especially from what I learned in my last relationship uh after after I got out of that, I took some time for a more personal development. Mm-hmm. And then that's when eventually I accepted the fact, you know, at the end of the day, I'm always going to give someone 100% because at the end of the day, no one's ever going to say that I was a dog or that I did them dirty. At the end of the day, um, the only thing people could say about me is that, you know, I was full loving, caring. Like, I always tried 100%, like, no matter what. Mm-hmm. And... For me, for me, for me, what made me do that risk is just like you know, it's either gonna go one or two ways. It's either gonna be you know we'll be together or we won't. But at least like you know she'll know what it's like to have someone that actually is about about her one hundred percent, or at least that fills some type of void that she's that she's needing. Mm-hmm. So yeah, and I guess to piggyback off of him is just like you know going through a lot of the things that we have gone through this past like year, like because <clears throat> y'all went family. through it together. Yeah, <laughs> exactly. So we went through it together. Like I don't talk to half of my family and they not really, you know, messing with us, whatever the case is. And that's fine. You know, at the end of the day is, is that he didn't like tell me, Oh no, say this, say that he gave me the backbone to speak up because I've always dealt with, that's why I always say, like, family, friends, significant others, you just have to... Not speaking up. Or, exactly. Or not... them gaslighting you out of, like, things that they're doing. They're like, oh, why? Are you... Like, when you finally speak up for yourself, mm-hmm. and then they're like, oh, this isn't like you. You don't be talking back. Right. Like, what the hell? What, you want me to sit here and just take, take this it. beating? Mm-hmm. And then when I finally get the fuck up and swing, now all of a sudden I'm a bad person? Exactly. Like, what? Exactly. <laughs> So having his support there with all that, um, that, that's something that I'm so thankful for because, yeah, it just, it just opened my eyes a lot. And, you know, when I become a mother, like, that's just something that me, you know, personally, I would never want my child to experience anything, any type of emotions or anything that I personally feel towards my family, you know? So having having somebody supportive and having that one person that you can literally be super vulnerable with and go through things like that. I think that's something that's like going to better your relationship, you know? Mm-hmm. Cause even a lot of times where 
when things got rough, what really got us through was just communicating mm-hmm. and just talking. Communication goes a damn far long yeah, way. Now, y'all ain't ready for that conversation, yeah, though. Cause, y'all be thinking that ignoring is going to be the best option. like, Or even, like, you know, because I'm sure you guys have had arguments before. So what would you say, like, a bad argument that you've ever had? Like, how was that handled? Like, how would you, like, like in a way, kind of compare it? Like, when you've had bad arguments with past partners, and in a healthy relationship, how would you say, like, your worst argument? How did y'all handle that? So, like he said, like, we personally never don't really argue. So, it's kind of hard. Like, we really yeah. don't. Or just, like, the only disagreement. But that's good, though. Yeah, yeah there you is. go. There we go. Okay. So, obviously, arguments only, like, an argument really only goes back and forth. But uh-huh. neither one of you actually listening yeah, to yeah. each other. Disagreements is where you guys are actually actively listening to each other. One is being quiet and the other one is talking. Mm-hmm. So, but arguing, you're just, you're going one person over the other. Like someone right. shouting over the other. Like your voices mm-hmm. are not being heard. Y'all, y'all, all y'all making it just noise. So, I mean, I guess that's a way to kind of decipher between a healthy disagreement or something like you communicating, hey, this is, I didn't like this, that you did this. Okay. What did you not like? You explain. He responds, says he's not going to do it again. And the way he proves that he's not going to do it again is by letting his action follow, that he's not going to do it again. Like, Mm -hmm. his actions are falling behind his words. So now there's a level of trust there. Okay, this man, he he tells me something. I'm going to take his word for it because he's proven to me in the past that when he says something, that something's going to be done, he's going to do it. Like, he's not just talking out of his ass now. Mm -hmm. So... But I mean, like, like I mean, I guess it's kind of self-explanatory. You only guys get into disagreements with each other. Mm-hmm. You guys don't really get into bad arguments, like what you've experienced in the past, because you guys have a healthy foundation. It's not like you feel like you can't go to her about something or you can't go to him about something, because it's like, well, I mean, what argument would even stem off of it? Like, <laughs> he listens to me. I listen to him. We talk about the situation for however the fuck long, and then it's over with. Like, it's the, it literally, y'all, it's that fucking simple. <laughs> Y'all make relationships so damn hard. It really doesn't have to be that hard. Like, because, like, when you choose, and then, like, as messed up as it is, like, my last video I talked about, like, taking accountability for certain things that you accept, you know, there has to come some type of point where you're like, okay, I accepted this bullshit. I accepted this abuse. Like, mm-hmm. now I'm not saying that that was right, but still, you're, you're the, you are the author of your own book here. You don't have to sit here and have someone continuously be, be in chapters of your life if you don't want them there. You can easily revoke privileges away from anybody. You don't even need to explain that to shit to anyone. If you don't want them there, bitch, you're out. That's it. Like, you're done. So, like, with, like, relationships out of, like, toxic relationships versus, like, healthy relationships, it's, like, it's easier. Things are – life is easier for you because even when life starts to get hard, like, let's say he loses his job. Now, like he's trying to find a job. Now he, we're you're, we're leaning on your income. Now, let's say you have kids. That's hard. That might cause disagreements. That mm-hmm. might cause frustration in the in the relationship. But at the same time, if you both know how to communicate with each other, be like, listen, this is what the hell we're gonna do. Like, because it's not you versus him. Y'all are supposed to be a unit. You're supposed to be in this together. It's not me against you. We're supposed to be me against what the fuck is the problem. That's what it is. Like right. us. Versus yeah. the problem. Even like, mm-hmm. like okay, even in the Bible, it says you're supposed to put your spouse before your children. You know that? Mm. Yeah. Like yeah. you are supposed to put your wife, your husband 
before your own children because God united you both first before you started having kids. So it's like, if y'all's foundation is fucked up, how the hell do you think that that child is going to like, is going to be any better? Because y'all have to have a steady foundation to be, you know, to show an example to that kid because kids are like sponges. If they're seeing mom and dad arguing every five seconds, he's cursing at her, she's cursing at him. That's like going to just show that like, that's going to normalize something for a child. And they're going to think that when they're getting older, because bro, I didn't realize how much shit I soaked up as a kid, as an adult, where I'm like, wow, I'm accepting things and thinking that that's normal when in reality, that's not normal. Mm -hmm. Like someone yelling at me, you yell at me? No, we're not doing that shit. <laughs> you should not. No one should raise their voice at you. That's mm -hmm. like, and I used to think that was normal, like in an argument, in a disagreement, that's not normal. Mm -hmm. Or even in times like when someone would tell me, oh, you're doing too much or you require too much reassurance. You'll, there's never going to be a never ending reassurance when it's coming from the right person. They're not going to look at it like, oh my God, fucking nuisance. Like, why, why do you constantly need reassurance? Mm -hmm. Like, when was the last time you heard a good woman or a good man being complained about? Because they're doing what the fuck needs to be done. <laughs> like, it's not it's not rocket science when you actually... Because, like, obviously you're both different individuals. Like, it's not like you guys have, like, same values when it comes to the things that you want. But either way, separately, you're your own person. He's his own person. Mm -hmm. So there's going to be times where you're going to see diversity. Like, okay, he does things this way, but I do it this way. So, like, when it comes to your guys' diversity, how do you handle that? Well, a good example is when we do laundry. I just know <laughs> you see I how can't. little their fucking problems are with the laundry. <laughs> I can't. I can't. I can't fold towels because she wants the towels folded a certain way. It's one of those things where it's like, you know, cu like culturally, you know, because I'm from the Bahamas, mm -hmm. you know, she's from New York, but her family's more Dominican background. So it's yeah. like, you know, we have similar but at the same time like different way of doing and seeing things mm -hmm. so that's why i say like we really don't get into any problems mainly because like we just explain how how we are so the other person can understand that we just mm -hmm. come to a compromise of whether we do what even now like we have our dynamic now where if i cook she'll wash the dishes or mm -hmm. if she cooks i'll wash the dishes so do you believe in that whole okay a woman is supposed to like Okay, that a woman is meant to submit to you, but do you believe that in a way of you controlling her? No, no. No, right? Uh-uh, no. Because I think a lot of men think that, okay, this is my wife, like, I own her. Like, no. she's property. No, there, I'm telling you, there's a lot of men out there that are like this, and even women, like, like, I think the confusion is, like, women naturally will submit to a man that she feels is going to lead her to safety mm -hmm. that is not going to lead her to hell <laughs> because that's what's just uh, like coming from a woman that's just what we naturally do so if you're you as a man are doing your job correctly what if, like well that'll naturally stem out of us like we're gonna want to sit there and fold your fucking laundry <laughs> and cook for you mm -hmm. and tend to your needs and make sure you're okay because you're doing the same thing back for us so if you're a man and your girl's not doing this, you need to, might need to backtrack on your fucking actions <laughs> because a woman is a reflection on how you treat her. Because mm -hmm. I don't give a fuck what anybody says. Like women, we are the prize at the end of the day. Men, it's your, it's your. You want to argue with me? 
that's y'all's <laughs> business. That's that's y'all's opinion. But I feel like when you truly walk as a man, like you can, you like you can like stem off this. You you can tell me if I'm right or I wrong. I feel like, like I feel like the main thing is when it comes to finding the persons that's for you is seeing what people do when they don't have to. Mm-hmm. Because for example, when she got COVID, I didn't have to take care of her during COVID. Mm-hmm. Sickness and health, when, bitch. <laughs> when she had when she had when she had COVID, I still laid next to her, knowing that me laying next to her would cause me to get the virus. But at the end of the day, like, you know, I still took care of her, made sure she was eating, mm-hmm. drinking her theraflu, even though she would fight me <laughs> not to drink it or whatnot. At the end of the day, you know, I was doing these things that honestly I didn't have to do, mm-hmm. but I did it just because, like, you know, I care about her that mm-hmm. much, and like, I just only want what's best for her. Mm-hmm. And even when it comes to some men, I don't believe in that. And honest, and all honestly, like, I encourage her more to like challenge me on the sense because, like, I don't mm-hmm. want to be the the soul. You must do what I say. Everything I do is right. Like, no, mm-hmm. like, there's times where I'm wrong, and I would. I would love you to show me how I'm wrong so I can learn learn more because that's only how I'm going to be better as a person mm-hmm. is just seeing where I fall short and then working on that. So that's why I always give her freedom to say what she feels. Even if I don't like what she says, I'll mm-hmm. still soak it in and, you know, we'll talk about it. But I, I never want her to feel like she can't say what's on her chest or say how she feels or just get any of her thoughts or opinions out because, you know, she's... She's my equal. I would want to express my own thoughts, opinions, and whatnot. So I have to give it the same common courtesy, regardless if I like it or not. Yeah, like and that's how I like. For me, that's how I. That's how you know you found the right person too. Because like, I mean, listen, people change like seasons, but everybody has a choice. Mm-hmm. And if you choose this person, and like, like that's why I feel like so many people fail to realize what marriage really is. It love. When people say, oh, I love him, or, like, they base love off of an emotion, like, no, love is a commitment. You love that person when they're fucking in a wheelchair, when they're not sick, when they're not at their highest, when they're not the richest. Like, that's why in people's vows, it says richer or poorer, sickness and health. Do y'all not understand what the fuck that means? (laughs) Because, like, I mean, in a marriage, you're choosing this person to do life with. Mm -hmm. Like, and... Obviously, marriage is the biggest challenge because you have to keep that foundation steady for both of you so that way you know it's a safe space. Because, like, you know, men are the head, but, you know, the woman's the neck. Mm-hmm. And she can turn the head <laughs> any way she wants. <laughs> but at the same time, if that's if that's you're receiving that from a correct woman, she's not going to do it in a way that is going to be, like, just, like, diminishing from you. And also you as a head is not going to be you know, diminishing on her. So, because mm-hmm. either way, you're not taking from each other. It's mm-hmm. not like, you know, you have to do this or she has to do this. It's more so like, okay, we're doing this for the benefit of each other. Like, it's not, you know, I have to do this in order to receive this. Like, mm-hmm. no, you're seeing life and you're like, you know what? If we're going to build a family, we have to set the example. Mm-hmm. Like, how would I want my daughter to look at how a man's supposed to treat her? Or how do I want my son to treat his wife or how to treat, you know, his future woman or just how he treats women in general? Because, I mean, obviously we've all been like, we. if you're coming from like a broken home and you don't see the function like that, you've seen cheating, you've seen divorce, you've seen chaos, like you were opened up to that as a child, your younger eyes are going to think, okay, this is how it's supposed to go when in reality that's not how it's supposed to go so normally you know I, I heard this saying like from TikTok it's like 
you become the person that you wish younger you had around. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And it's like, you don't want to repeat those same actions in front of your kids or even to your partner. Cause you know, we're going to, you're going to go through those trials, those tribulations, but it's about you taking that time for yourself before you actually are introduced to your partner. Because if you don't take that time to figure out yourself and genuinely heal whatever the hell damaged you in the past, you're going to start bleeding over the person. Imagine, like, imagine if you never, like, healed from all of that. Imagine you coming across her at a party, having this conversation, y'all kind of thinking about, you know, continuing on. And then let's say, because you haven't healed, you fuck up a good situation with a, like a woman that could have that could have been your wife mm-hmm. now imagine having to sit with that or even vice versa mm-hmm. like her not being her not taking accountability of her own actions of what she's accepted in the past not putting boundaries up and now she's starting to put boundaries up and because she didn't allow herself to heal she ends up fucking like fucking something good up too mm-hmm. like i always put things in perspective like that because imagine if you didn't if you chose to not do something like if you chose to take the bitter route and not be you know not be your authentic self not be the have the caring heart that you have because i always say go with what the fuck you know if you know you're a good person be a good person Mm -hmm. if you know maybe deep down you're a shitty person and you want better for yourself then go do better for yourself like Mm -hmm. you don't always have to be the things that you went through Mm -hmm. because Mm -hmm. so many people think oh this happened to me or that happened to me. I'm like, okay, life is going to fucking happen. Mm -hmm. People are going to disappoint you. People are not going to be always so kind to you, but it's not about what people do. It's about what you do and how you respond to the world after that. Like you can, you could literally block your own, your own success and your own, like your own blessings. If you just keep those things. So the fact that neither one of you, cause like both of them came from really fucked up backgrounds. (laughs) Like, There, we only doing we we only got an hour, but if we were, if they were to explain their background, <laughs> y'all would know. Damn, that's really fucked up. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but the fact, even outside of that, you still didn't allow your fan like your family background, what you grew up with, what relationships came in after as young adults, teenagers, and you know just like how you are now. You didn't allow that to like disrupt your own blessings because you're like, you know what. I know I have a good heart in me. I know there's some, if I'm still breathing and living, I know someone out there is, has, has to have the same heart as I do. Like mm-hmm. there has to be some, like if I'm alive, there's gotta be other people out there like me too. <laughs> like there's no way I can't be, I mean, you're your own original copy. Don't get me wrong. You're your own blue, like your own blueprint. Maybe some Walmart versions out there, maybe some bootlegged, but at the end of the day, like everybody in some shape or way, like there's things about her that she does out of the goodness of your heart that, you know, you may do the same thing, but it's not the same. You know what I'm saying? Like, does that make sense? Like, sir, how she does it is never going to be the same way how you do it. But it's oh, yeah. always out of good intention. No matter where, where, how you're doing it, it's, it's stemming off from a good place. And, like, you can't give good things if you're broken. Like, mm-hmm. if both of y'all came into this broken as hell, y'all would not be where you're at now at all. Y'all wouldn't yeah. have the strength to get past the things that you endured together and you wouldn't even be able to even accept each other because you didn't even accept yourselves. Mm-hmm. You didn't forgive yourself for what happened to you. You didn't love yourself enough to allow someone else to love all of you and accept the good, the bad, and the ugly to have something good. So what would you say now to your younger selves? Like if younger <laughs> selves can see where you're at now, what would y'all say? <laughs> it gets better. I'd say <laughs> It's okay. <laughs> I'd say 
don't don't listen don't listen to the wrong set of people mm. i'd say because you know especially when it comes to uh to men especially young young men growing up uh they're always kind of told like you know uh have x amount of girlfriends x y and z and then the minute you're somewhere where you're like no like i'm not about the like i'm about one person mm-hmm. you get uh ridiculed for it and that's kind of pretty much how it was for me, especially when I was in college, like I wasn't really someone that was always into situationships. Mm-hmm. And so the fact that I wasn't that type of person, I always got the nickname uh, Lover Boy. Oh my God. So, Listen, if you're a Lover Boy out there, wear that shit with your chest, okay? <laughs> we still, there's women out here that love you still. So, yeah, so <laughs> for me, it was just like, you know, I just used to give the wrong, I used to give the, the wrong, and it, well, the right energy to the wrong oh, person. person. So, you know, I always told myself that eventually the right person would come along and accept me as well. So mm-hmm. I would tell me on yourself, just keep doing what you're doing and don't let anyone uh, influence you. Otherwise, like, it's okay to be someone that's all about one person. You don't have to be a multitasker because mm-hmm. ain't no such thing as multitasking. Because if you're, <clears throat> if you're really multitasking, you're not really fully focused on, on something. Like, you're only giving half of your attention. Mm-hmm. You're dividing and... your attention to multiple outlets, mm-hmm. but you're not giving full energy to one outlet. Like that's like investing. Like, yeah. You're not investing. You're investing in other. Like look at his stocks. You mm-hmm. fucking do with stocks and numbers <laughs> all the damn time. Imagine if you invest in all these different stocks. One fails. The other one's going up a little bit. The other one's skyrocketing. So it's like, yeah, but it's still not. It's not going to one route. Mm-hmm. Like it's not. You're not completely investing everything in one situation. Mm-hmm. So Tati, what would you tell what would you say to your younger self? Sure. Uh what I would say to my younger self is just, you know, be vocal. Like don't be quiet. You know, it doesn't matter who's like who's trying to down you at that time. Like just continue to be open and vocal about how you're really feeling because like I said, that's something that I didn't do. And that was like in family, friendships, relationships. Mm -hmm. And I let a lot of people take advantage of me. Um, So for me now, yeah, no, I would tell my younger self, don't, don't let nobody take advantage of you and be very vocal. And it doesn't matter whose feelings you're hurting at that time. Choose your damn self. Mm-hmm. <laughs> no, that was a really good, like, I'm just so happy I got to talk to y'all today. Because, yeah. like, listen, y'all, like I said, there are healthy relationships out there. And if you're in a situation that you feel is not deserving, is not worthy of your time or your energy, you have more, more motion. You, you're, listen, you voluntarily can get the hell up and walk away from a situation and choose yourself. And so, you know, you come across somebody that chooses you too. Because, I mean, at the end of the day, if you don't choose yourself and you're just validating your own value off of who chooses you, then you're just going to end up in a, like a never-ending pit. And you're never going to be able to find yourself off of someone else. Because and either way, someone is always going to shortchange you. And at the same time, you're always going to attract something that's not genuinely for you if you're trying to seek validation. You know, when you're not looking... That's when things that are meant for you come to you. When you're genuinely just focusing on yourself, you're not worrying about what other people are doing. You're just doing the things that are in your complete control, whether you're focusing (coughs) on your degree, whether you're focusing on, you know, your mental health, trying to be better, whether physically, emotionally trying to be better, trying to look better. Like it all stems off of you. So that way the person that you're genuinely meant to be with, they're going to come like I like. 
Listen, I don't give a fuck how many failed attempts you've been through or had had in the past. Your person's going to come when you actually learn the lesson for yourself and you are finally accepting of something that's good because you are what you attract. Like, you ever notice, like, past relationships, like, they were emotionally unavailable or they weren't giving you the things that you deserved. It's because you didn't love yourself enough to actually accept the good things mm-hmm. out of what a person can give to you. So you were only settling for the bare minimum because you felt like maybe I can love this person past their pain, but in all reality, you shouldn't love somebody, you know, more than they love themselves. If they don't love themselves, how do you expect them to love you? Mm-hmm. Like that, like you can teach someone and give them the tools and how to lead them to loving themselves. But at the end of the day, it's not nobody's responsibility on how to love you. You have to learn how to love you first. So if you don't do that, then, I mean, you're going to continue to be in a spiral. It's like a freaking never-ending hamster wheel. You're just going to be spinning, running, and running, and running, and you're not going anywhere. Mm -hmm. So I love this episode. This is good. Like, (laughs) this is really good. Like, this is a stipend of what a healthy relationship genuinely looks like. You saw how, like, the only disagreement and the only fucking difference diversity was how they do their damn laundry that's how fucking easy it is but i mean listen every situation is going to be different every relationship every healthy relationship looks different Mm -hmm. it's not always going to look the same there may be things that y'all may go through but at the end of the day it's about the fact that are they respecting me are they not crossing my boundaries? Are they respecting my boundaries? Can I be vulnerable with them? Can I talk to them? Do I feel like I'm walking on eggshells when they're in the room? Can I be my authentic self? Like I'm not hiding. There's no shadows. There's no dark corners that I can hide from this person. Mm-hmm. And even with all of that, they still accept me. Like if you, if that person that you're with or, you know, that person you want to be with is not checking off those boxes, that's not your person. And mm-hmm. don't settle until you do find somebody that does check off your, bo- like, check off your boxes. Like, the, I'm meaning, like, the main mm-hmm. fucking boxes mm-hmm. here. Like, are you compatible with them? Do they respect you? Like, like it's common sense, y'all. Like, I don't got to, if y'all want more, like, want more, <laughs> Google is a good friend of mine. <laughs> so, but no, I thank you guys for being a part of this, like. It really does mean everything to me, like, because I really want people to see there is such thing as healthy relationships Mm -hmm. It's out there, even coming from broken individuals from the past and Mm -hmm. making themselves whole again and finding things within themselves and finding more about themselves when they find a partner who is actually healthy for them. Like, Mm -hmm. you can still focus on yourself and be in a relationship like you're still you're working on your master's. When you were together, you were working on your master's. Like, you weren't holding each other back. Right. And that's how you know you're in a healthy relationship. Because whenever people are like, oh, I need to focus on myself. I can't be in a relationship. Obviously, you can't be in a relationship with them because they're a distraction from you. When you feel like this person in front of you, that partner is not going to be a distraction, you know you can still focus on you and still grow a relationship. Right. Like, that excuse, oh, I'm breaking up with you because I need to focus on myself. Bullshit, bitch. (laughs) (laughs) You're only using that excuse because either you want to be out for the streets and you don't want to be with me or we or you genuinely feel it in your heart that we just don't align. And listen, if you don't if we don't align, it is what it is. Mm -hmm. You don't always have to be toxic. Go about your business and just say that. Right. But again, thank you guys. Thank you for having us. Yes. Anyways, y'all. I will see y'all on the next episode. Hopefully this episode helped y'all understand the difference between toxic relationships and how really and healthy relationships go. And yeah, 
<laughs> I'll see y'all. I'll see y'all in the next episode. Thank you guys so much for joining in on the Mind is the Matter podcast. I hope this episode, along with every episode, is bringing you closer to your inner peace and supports you along your healing journey. If you're loving the vibe this podcast is bringing to you and want to stay up to date with upcoming episodes, please hit that follow button and leave a review so it can help me reach other potential listeners who are eager to get to the root of their true selves. Also, my DMs are open for questions at the Mind is a Matter pod, so go ahead and give that a follow as well to receive daily motivational quotes and updates on upcoming episodes. Continue to be patient with yourself along this journey and I will see you back here on the next episode.